We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, I thank you very much, Gary. You're welcome. Appreciate that. It is 9.05 on this Tuesday. Are you handing out candy tonight? Tonight? Uh, That is correct. Unless, well, we as a house will be handing out candy. And, and what about the kids? Do they have costumes? Do you know what I costumes do not, are going to be? I don't know what they're going to be. That's they not, do that's, have costumes. That's outside of your era of well, responsibility. Well, here's the thing. Right? It, when it was my kids, I would know. They're my grandkids. So when they get the, to the house tonight, I'll be, oh, look, surprise. Yeah. And So then it's all a matter whether Abel, who's almost four, uh, you know, wants, you know, wants, you know, Pops to go with him on on his on his on his rounds, or right. or wants Juju to go with him, and then I'll be handing out candy. So, you know and how do it is? you give out good candy or lousy candy? Oh, please, good we, candy, of we course. Give out good candy. You we're know, Karen Michael texted we're me a few not, minutes ago. We're not the full size candy bar family. You know, there's always that one house in your and neighborhood that's Karen. that gives out the full size candy bars. Listen, you know, you know. I'm a man on a budget. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a radio <laughs> right. professional. Here's, here's a little snippet, kids. You're going to enjoy it. But we give the fun size, not the fun tiny size. little ones. Yeah, the fun size, not the tiny ones. And we give multiple, like, we're not like, here's one piece of candy. We have a big thing of it, so you get two or three. Those were good days when you'd come back from Halloween and sit on the floor watching TV oh and my then feel gosh, like you were no, going to get sick. Hidden. Because you'd have so many candy You'd have bars. it spread yeah. out everywhere. Uh, I, uh, uh, I I don't want to go too down, far down the rabbit hole on this for you, but my middle child, Tyler, the one who lives in Texas now, mm-hmm. when he got to be about, not like 14, but when he was like 10, still solid trick-or-treating age, he had a plan. He knew where he wanted to go. He's like, "Don't give me no basket. I want a pillowcase. I'm get. I'm. I'm hauling." And so uh, we'd have to go up and down all these streets, and he'd come back with this huge spread. But yeah, he kids was, today probably are like the political uh, people who have a GPS system that has big stars where very, you get very, good candy. Yeah. Here we go. Now don't skip this house. Hit them first <laughs> right. because they. You don't want to run out. Like Karen Michael, seriously. She was listening earlier, and I was talking about the big candy bars, and she says, that's my house. She says, it's all about the neighbors being aware. <laughs> all about, it's like oh, the real housewives I of uh, Bonaire over That there. Michael house, <laughs> that's where we get the full-size candy Karen bars. Karen does the big candy bars, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, well, Dan, you live around the corner, huh? What do you hand out, Dan? Dan? are you going to get a full-size candy bar tonight? <laughs> Dan, Dan puts on puts on some little shaves his face, puts on a little costume with a sad look. Oh, please uh, help me! All right, thank you, guys. How about you? Are you handing out candy? I tonight? guess I'm going to have to. Mom has figured out how to cut the lights out at the house, so I, I thought I was going to have to go over and handle this at at um, at her house because she hates Halloween. About the time I got into high school, she really turned on Halloween. And just thought it was de- demonic and everything. And I was like, Mom, you know, it's just fun. The kids like it. I have to agree with her. Now, some of this stuff is crossing into uh, uncomfortable territory. 
even for me. But she does not. She doesn't want to have anything to do with Halloween. And I was saying yesterday, my dad used to love handing out candy to the kids. He'd like the costumes. He'd like to speak to them, the neighbors. He got it was one chance to speak to the neighbors. Now that he's passed away, she does not want to have anything to do with it. So, you know, we have auto lights at her house, and she was. I walked in the other day, and she had the screwdriver out, uh, uh, taking the little plastic thing off of the light switches which is supposed to prevent you from accidentally cutting the light off and messing up the the timer she doesn't care she's out there unscrewing the plastic thing so she can cut the lights out i'm like mom it's not that big a deal but yeah i thought i was gonna have to be at her house managing halloween at her house but i guess you know Maybe Alonzo will handle things at our house, and I can still go check on mom. I don't know. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. Don't get too crazy. Make it, make it happy costumes. I did a clown one year. I did do Frankenstein one year. I did a fighter pilot one year. I'm trying to think. Oh, I had. Now, when I looked good, I don't want to beat this to death, but when I looked good, when I had eight-pack abs, I was a shirtless firefighter one year. Now, that was a good costume. I need to find that picture. That was a good costume. <laughs> then I was I was um, Aladdin one year, again shirtless. I looked good. I mean, you know, I'm fat right now. I wouldn't be able to pull those things off. But way back when, uh, I mean, for the for the semi adult uh, Halloween parties, I was rocking it for a while there. Not now. Now just middle aged radio guy. All right, it's 9-11 on this <laughs> Tuesday. Glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. I do want to give everybody a chance to meet as many candidates as possible before you go vote. Uh, if you're voting early, great. I'm going to vote this afternoon. But Election Day is one week from today. And I have, just for the record, I've extended an invitation to all these Democrat candidates. We even wrote to Susan Swecker, the chairwoman of the Democrat Party of Virginia, and said, hey, if there are any candidates that you would like for us to have on the air, I'm happy to give them time, and I will be polite. I'll let them speak. They're just all bailing on me. So, okay, duly noted. If you don't want to talk to the audience, you don't care about the conservative audience, fine. Heidi Barshinger is running for re-election as circuit court clerk in Henrico. Heidi, good morning to you. I see your signs everywhere. It seems like they go grab the delegate signs in the middle of the night and throw them into the trash can. But for some reason, they don't do that for yours. And I'm I'm very impressed. Have you worked out detente or some deal with uh, <laughs> with everybody in Henrico? No, most of our signs are in people's yards, so perhaps that's the reason. Good, gotcha, gotcha. Well, how are you feeling about uh, re-election? And, and I'll do the formal thing and say, give me the, the 60 seconds on why you should be re-elected. John, I should be re-elected based upon a proven track record. I'm a, an attorney who's devoted her entire career to the court system. I started as a prosecutor for 25 years and then was a court-appointed criminal attorney and guardian ad litem for children and incapacitated adults. And I've been your clerk for the last eight years. In the last eight years, we've done so much with technology. Um, we started a lot of services like e-recording and e-filing, e-vouchers, e-questions. We've added a lot of online applications to make access to our office easier for things like marriage licenses and probate. 
And several of my management team are all on committees with the Virginia Supreme Court Office of the Executive Secretary, working with the Supreme Court to improve the databases and the case management systems that we use. So, And we've done a lot of community outreach. So those are the main reasons, I would say. I do feel like I see you everywhere, and it's funny, I was going through some papers the other day, and I found a letter from you to me uh, before I knew you um, saying you've, you've requested your concealed carry permit, and here's the process, and you know, here's the timetable and everything. So immediately I thought, oh, well, that's Heidi. Now I know who Heidi is. Um, I don't want to be too um, uh, crazy about this, but... If if someone else were in that court clerk role, could that impact the processing of some of these requests, or is this just uh, uh, rote? Absolutely. John, when you become a clerk, you take an oath to uphold the Constitution and the laws of the Commonwealth, and that's something that we focus on. You know, the clerk doesn't legislate. We don't create the rules or the laws but we're bound to follow them. We're audited by the state auditor. Um, We process orders from the judges. We have to follow those orders. So really, being familiar with the Code of Virginia is extremely important in this position. And that's something that I've worked with my entire career, being in the courts, um, having thousands of trials and hearings in these courts over the years. So I'm familiar with all the processes that before I became clerk, which was a distinct advantage. Mm When you interact with other um, court clerks, the uh, countywide, because this is a countywide position, which I think is interesting, do you find that there are activists in your ranks? I don't get the impression. I mean, I know you're a Republican, so you know, that, let's just get that out of the way. But I don't get the impression that you're um, an activist, and I kind of appreciate that how would you characterize yourself i don't want to put words in your mouth but and and other people across the state right our role as clerk is not to be an activist now that doesn't mean that we can't work hard to make our office as accessible and user-friendly to the public as possible Mm -hmm. but again we're not legislators we're not delegates or senators so we don't create the law now within the circuit court clerks association we do have a legislative um, committee mm-hmm. that will go and make some suggestions to delegates or yeah. senators as to things that would make it better for the, the, the clerk's office. But we are not activists, John. I mean, we are bound to follow the code and the court orders, and we need to do that to a T. And we need to keep confidential records confidential. We need to be accurate with our fines and cost assessments. And that is what we do here. And you would do that for, if if a Democrat walked in, you would treat them the same as a Republican. That's the mindset that I'm looking for, is someone who in this role is going to treat everybody fairly without tipping the scales one way or the other. That has been our mission statement. We treat everyone the same. When you come in, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican, a Democrat, an independent, or maybe you're not political and you don't have any political views one way or another. It doesn't matter. When you come through that door, our question is, how can we help you today? Well, I got to be able to count on that. I think that's important. Heidi Barshinger is the incumbent uh, circuit court clerk in Henrico County, and she's running for re-election, and I appreciate the chance to talk to you. Thank you, Heidi. Appreciate it, John. Yep. All right, it's 917. Let's take a quick break. Boy, there's so many topics. There's a lot of breaking news this morning, and it's Giving Tuesday. So hang around. We'll be back with more in just a moment on News Radio WRVA.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.